Good afternoon to all listeners of the NDC Heartbeat Program in the Trial and State of Grenada, which includes Caracol and Pity Martinique and indeed all our dependencies. Our program time today is from 12 through 1. Today I'm pleased to be your host and my name is Terry Forrester. For today's program we are pleased to feature speeches from the NDC's second public meeting held in Suter's St. Patrick last Wednesday. We will also feature in part an interview held with young Tevin Andrews, the NDC's caretaker representative for Caracou. That's your program for today. Stay tuned. Donate to democracy. It's easy. Just Google NDC Grenada. Click the donate button on the NDC website. Click the amount you want to donate. Enter your card details and you're done. Thank you for donating to democracy. From the National Democratic Congress, putting people first. Drink some ginger, wear your mask, look sanitizer. Squeeze lime in a little honey, add turmeric to boost your immunity. Wear your mask, is the best thing. Wear your mask, keep sanitizing. So when you're ready and you feel okay, take your vaccine right away. This has been a public service announcement from the National Democratic Congress. Here now is Mr. Leo Cato. It's my honor and pleasure to be here in... Sotez this evening. Um, Sotez is very familiar to me. I live in Homerchange for most of my life. So I have been a St. Patrick man for a long while. The NDC is mindful of the task and responsibility it has of ruling this country. The NDC waits for It's turn to take the realms of power and run this dear land of ours. But as we contemplate this task, we realize that the task would be a very difficult one because of the damage that has been done to this dear land of ours. We are ready to build But how can we build a country? How do we build an economy if our people aren't well? If there is no proper plan and systems in place for health and wellness. So at the back of our minds, health must be a critical component going forward. I know when this center was built, the St. Patrick Health Center. It was supposed to be a comprehensive facility. Pregnant mothers were supposed to be able to go there and deliver babies. There was supposed to be on-site staff and a doctor. I'm not sure what is going on there. Now, in fact, when we look at our hospitals, On a broad scale, we're not sure what is really happening. I do believe that health itself in Grenada is in the hospital. And so the NDC would have a task and challenge of fixing the health system of this country. Because none of us would enjoy this dear land of ours if we are sick 
and dying. So health to the National Democratic Congress must be accessible. Health must be reliable. Health must be affordable. All of us know of patients in the hospital who must send to pharmacies outside to buy medication and drugs. It means therefore that if we can't afford to buy those, we will die like flies, even in the hospital. So a National Democratic Congress, the National Democratic Congress, would give health very early priority because we can't afford to lose our precious people. Education. How do we build with an education? There are several examples that we can look to. We can look to India as a fine example. We can look to Singapore as a fine example. These countries have educated their people and have built an economy based on education. So when you need certain expertise, especially in software development and computer science, most people look to India. These governments realize that if they really educate their people, education can be the turning point for them. And so the NDC would focus heavily on a strong education program. When folks leave Grenada to go and study overseas, we do not want to suffer from a brain drain. So we want to make sure that the areas of study that they will pursue would in fact be beneficial to us. Quite often, you hear them say, we have no cardiologists in the hospital. Nobody is specialized in dealing with heart problems. An NDC government would ensure that when our young folks go on scholarship, they take and choose areas that allow them to come back and contribute to the economic development of this dear land. The issue of agriculture, and I want to speak on this one briefly because it is my understanding that St. Patrick is basically an agricultural community. I'm not sure how many persons up here benefit from the tourist dollar, but I'm quite sure the parish of St. Patrick produces a lot of agricultural produce. And so agriculture must be given center stage as well. We must have a plan. It cannot be people plant what you want, when you want, how you want, and then you struggle to sell. Something is wrong. There is a need for a system that allows a farmer who plants cabbage, tomatoes, or any produce for that matter to find market. It can be done. It, it happens in several countries, even the Caribbean, there in St. Lucia, it is happening. We need to have an agency that would take care of this. An agency that would work with the farmers, guide the farmers on what to produce and how to produce them, and establish the ready market for them. So that when an individual 
does tomatoes. He doesn't have to worry and wonder as to whether or not those will be sold. The agency would work to create that market. Those of us are old enough to remember what was called the PFU, the Productive Farmers Union in Grenville, did exactly this. But it seemed that somewhere along the line, we lost our way in agriculture. In fact, agriculture too is in the hospital and the doc has given up on agriculture. So an NDC government would ensure that agriculture is put into intensive care because they already put it in the hospital, you know. We need to get it out. We need to get it out. It is a very important pillar of this economy. And so an NBC government would give it the best care it possibly can and get agriculture back on its feet again. Because when the agricultural dollar comes in the hand of the farmer, of the family, of the Grenadian, the rural economy, the economy starts to move. It starts to move. The farmer goes, he buys jacks, he pays his bill, he catches the bus, there is money in circulation. And so we understand that agriculture must be a very, very important pillar in this National Development Trust. There's a lot that we can do in agriculture. In fact, so much that we can do, it will take us the whole night to go through them. But let me just quickly mention some of the things that must happen in agriculture. We need, for example, to be able to ship the bamboo that is all over the country to the buyers in Canada. I'm not sure how many of you are aware that there are companies in Canada who import bamboo because they use bamboo to construct buildings and furniture, even hotels in Canada. And it so happened that one of the guys who worked there is from Satez. I'm not sure you're aware. And so we must know, as we plan to clear the land, ensure that even the bamboo brings us economic return. As we plan to clear the land, the bamboo will go to Canada so that money comes in for further expansion of our agricultural program. We need to ensure as well that the business is well supported. And NDC government will give very strong support to agribusiness. Why? When you are an agribusiness person, you don't have to depend on handouts. And there are some agribusinesses that don't require much to get started. If you take, for instance, bee farming, bee farming is a very low-income project that can bring you a lot of money. I spoke to a gentleman last week who is a bee farmer, and he said to me that he makes around $7,000 a month just from honey. He is doing agribusiness. How many persons in Satez are involved in medicina medicinal plants? We have several medicinal plants in Grenada. If you simply collect them and plant them somewhere, 
you'll be surprised at the returns that you can make. Simply put, you'll be surprised. So there are several things that we can do, and an NDC government will look into them. There are too many to list tonight, but we'll look into them because we want to make sure that our people are empowered. We don't believe in the dependency syndrome. We don't believe a country can be built as a welfare state. We don't believe it's a way forward when young, able-bodied people sit in their homes and are paid wages and salaries. We don't believe in it. We believe that in this country must be built, it must be built with the sweat and tears of every able-bodied Grenadian. Irrespective of the color of your shirt, you have to work to build this day land of ours. And I'm going to close on the issue of ICT. It's not a very nice story, but I have to tell it. When the NDC government was in office, 2008, 2013, the NDC government, with the help of the government of India, opened what was called an ICT center of excellence and innovation. I was placed down there as the managing director. And the center was supposed to make Grenada the showpiece of the Caribbean. We did start. We trained 1,000 persons in one year. And very critical, we started a program called Embedded System Programming. I want you to follow me. Embedded System Programming. What is Embedded System Programming? It is really the science of fixing, repairing, and maintaining embedded systems. So where are embedded systems? Embedded systems are in MRI machines, x-rays, elevators, traffic lights, you name them. If you follow Grenada, you will notice when these devices break down, we have to call in technicians from Miami and sometimes Cuba to fix them. So under the NDC government, we started to train 60 young persons to do embedded system programming, repairs and maintenance. In fact, we were doing so well that the government of Dominica sent a team of people to Grenada to examine what was going on in our center. They were so impressed. I felt very good. In fact, as the director, I got a company in Holland to agree to take those trainees when they complete the program on a six months internship. And the company agreed to pay these people 3,000 US dollars, which is really 8,000 EC. I was excited, I was elated. And then the government changed. The center was closed. The young people never finished the program. Their hopes and their dreams were dashed. So it tells you, when we say we love young people, this is how we treat people that we love. 
we have to commend the NDC because Grenada is supposed to be the chair of ICT in CARICOM for several years, maybe decades. And the only time Grenada did anything really meaningful was under the National Democratic Congress. It's a record. It can't be disputed. We were on the right path. We had trained a thousand persons. We had young students, former street students, come from GBSS, PBC, convent, and these schools, and we taught them how to do computer animation. We were preparing our young people for the new age. And let me tell you why. Let me tell you why. As we sit here, train young people in India are working in their homes and are earning an estimated 50 billion US dollars annually by working at home for companies overseas. I'm closing. I just completed a program with some young people in Grenville. A program of training them to work at home for companies overseas. You know the challenge that we came across? There are millions of jobs online, but a lot of these jobs require some level of IT skill and background. If the NDC had remained in office, from then to now, the whole of Grenada, in my view, would have been online. The whole of this country, unemployment would be a thing of the past. Because from then to now, several thousands of persons would have been trained and would have been qualified and competent to apply and gain those jobs. When the NDC gets back in office, it will continue from where it left out. I urge you, I urge you comrades, to hasten, to make that move, to clear and clean the cabinet. The cabinet is unclean. We need to get it out. We need to get it out. And how do we get it out? We can only get it out by getting ready. And we will only get ready by making sure we get registered. So as you come, as you hear, we want you to tell those who are not here that the journey has started. The work has begun to clear the baggage that is resting in St. George's, somewhere in the ministerial complex. We are going to move that bunch of garbage out, clean the cabinet, start a new page, and take Grenada forward. I thank you. Here now is Mr. Joseph Andel. This evening, sisters and brothers, I'm happy to be here with you. I'm happy to be here because the National Democratic Congress has a message of positivity a message which speaks of opportunity for all the people of our wonderful parish. Sisters and brothers, 
It is unconscionable that with all the resources, human and material, that we possess in this parish, that in spite of being on top of the map geographically, we are at the bottom economically. That has to change, and that will change when you elect two representatives from the National Democratic Congress to go to the parliament in St. George's to take care of your business and to take St. Patrick's back to the top in every sense. Sisters and brothers, our fellow patrician, Brother Leo Cato, spoke eloquently about the plans of the NDC in ICT and other areas. Education must be the foundation for national development. Education must be for everyone, young and old. Education must prepare you to play your role and to take your place in society for the overall development of our country. What you are seeing on the canal as the Tamsisi campus, that was the brainchild of the NDC. Sisters and brothers, I pledge to you that when an NDC government is once more in charge of the affairs of our country, you will see an upgraded facility, not only physically, but in terms of the equipment, in terms of the program, and the levels of programming you will find on the canal at a revitalized TAMCC. Sisters and brothers, St. Patrick's has it all. The potential for agriculture, fisheries, and tourism. What we have been lacking is the right leadership at the parliamentary level. NDC will provide that type of leadership which will ensure that our fisheries and general marine resources are properly developed, that the right support is given to our fishermen and our fisherfolk in general. We know that there is great opportunities, sisters and brothers. We know that fish processing, fish drying, deboning or filleting of fish, all of these present great opportunities for our people to get involved and to make serious money. The NDC will invest heavily in that. Tourism, sisters and brothers, does not necessarily mean only people coming from abroad. We have to invest properly in tourism in St. Patrick's so that everyone can benefit from it. Why do we call St. Patrick the historical parish, yet none of our historical sites are maintained or developed? An NDC government will ensure that Leapers Hill is properly developed, that real attractions are put there so that tourists, local and foreign, can come here, enjoy it, and leave some dollars with us to spend here. The Carib Stone in St. Patrick's, all of the ruins just around the corner in Coconut Row, in Snell Hall, in Canning Road, sisters and brothers, all of these must be developed to ensure that proper jobs are created for everyone, but in particular, the young people of our parish. We believe that our young people must start earning two and three thousand dollars and not just seven hundred dollars. If you earn only seven hundred dollars, sisters and brothers, on a contract, when will you be able to build a proper house? When will you be able to put a proper meal on your table? 
NDC says that the existing youth program must be strengthened and we commit to strengthening it with genuine opportunities for our young people. So tell us, sisters and brothers, as much as we love it, we have to conclude that it has to be revitalized. Mountain just passed. This is Main Street. And in the middle of the day, you can play a whole football match because nothing is happening here. NDC will ensure, sisters and brothers, that that changes. But how do we change it? We have to change it by creating opportunities for money to flow in this beautiful parish of ours. One of the things, sisters and brothers, that we have already begun to plan for is the introduction of an offshore university somewhere in our parish. This, sisters and brothers, will do for Sotez and St. Patrick in general what SGU has done for the South. Because with such an influx of people with spending power, there will be the need for construction of houses and apartments. There will be the need for high-level and high-class restaurants, bars, clubs, and other entertainment facilities. Our people will have to be trained, and that is where the upgraded TAMCC facility will come into place, sisters and brothers. We have to start thinking big in order for Sotez and St. Patrick to come to life and get back to the top. Healthcare, sisters and brothers, is a nightmare. And Brother Cato says that healthcare is in intensive care in our country right now. That facility down there must be refurbished and it must be updated and upgraded. We do not plan when we have accidents and emergencies. They happen at the most inconvenient of times. And very often, five or 10 minutes can make the difference between life and death. The National Democratic Congress tonight, we pledge to you sisters and brothers that the upgrading of the facility on the canal will be a priority for an NDC government. There must be a doctor there 24 seven. There must be nurses there sisters and brothers. We have a lot of young people in, engaged in sports. What happens if one of them has a broken leg or a broken arm? Which one of us would like to see our 16-year-old child an amputee from a simple sporting injury? We have to take healthcare serious. The NDC will do that, sisters and brothers. We have a fire station, but most of the time, no, fire, no firefighting equipment. What is the point you have a fire station? You're paying a big rent. You have police officers stationed there. And when fire breaks out, you have to call Guam and Grenville. Sisters and brothers, this should be a joke, but it is not funny. NDC will ensure that we have a properly equipped fire station with trained personnel to operate it. And we hope that they never get to use their skills, but in the event that they are needed, we are going to ensure that they are there and available. Sisters and brothers, they tell me don't talk about the past, but I won't talk about it. I will not say that one man said five years ago, he wants to finish the breakwater. Instead, what they did, they finished break up on Rodney Beach. NBC, sisters and brothers, will fix that problem. We are going to ensure that proper studies are done, that qualified engineers 
are put in place to fix that problem that was created by my cousin. Cousin Don Don. <laughs> we are going to fix that problem. Extend the breakwater to where it will give proper protection to Mount Rodney, Mount Alexander, and Darby. Restore the beach at Mount Rodney and create a park in that area of Mount Rodney for the people of our parish and other parts of Grenada to come, relax, rejuvenate, and enjoy. That is the vision of the NDC. Sisters and brothers, we have one main street in Satez and a couple of other little side streets. And we know that most of our towns in Grenada grew up in an unplanned way. However, in the 21st century, sisters and brothers, we cannot accept that that is the best that can be done with the management of traffic in the town of Sertes. An NDC government will ensure that qualified town planners are engaged to find a solution to the traffic jam that, that happens in Sertes on a daily basis. Not because of a high volume of traffic, but because there are no available places for parking and so on. We are going to address that. I have already, I have already begun discussions with some of the key business people in the town of Sertes as to how we can find solutions to the problems facing businesses in Sertes and facing the people of our beautiful town. Those discussions are going to continue. And those discussions are not held on the basis of NNP or NDC, but on the basis of seeking real solutions to the real problems faced by the real people of this parish. Sisters and brothers, we say that transportation is key to the revitalization of success. Wednesday night, my friend on the road has two-for-one pizza. We have little clubs, a beautiful little place open just down the road there. We have our friend right in the back of us here with some tasty chicken and chips and fish and chips. What if you live in River Sally and you have your boyfriend or your girlfriend and you're tired, stay home, and you want to say, let's go to Sardes and enjoy some chicken and chips or some ice cream down by the plaza or some pizza on the canal. Boy, we don't have car. Sisters and brothers, we are going to work with the bus operators and the business people of Sardes to ensure that transportation is made available to the people of the outlying villages to help bring life back to Sertes, back to St. Patrick. Renewal. Look down the street, sisters and brothers. Some very important historical landmarks and buildings. What is the status of many of them? Decay and disrepair, eyesores. The NDC has a national plan for urban renewal in all of our major towns and population centers. Sertes will get its fair share of that, sisters and brothers. We are going to ensure that all derelict buildings are put back into use with the cooperation of the banks and credit unions, the owners of the properties, and the government of Grenada. Youth, sisters and brothers, a curse has been visited upon the unfortunate youth of our parish. A few months ago, a gentleman 
who's name I won't call say that we have demon here. He don't lie. We have the demon of unemployment. We have the demon of underemployment. We have the demon of contract work. And we in the NDC are going to exorcise those demons. We are going to make contract work for young people a thing of the past. Young people have hope. We are coming, we are working with you, and we will help you realize your potentials and your dreams. Sports, sisters and brothers, has been woefully neglected. The sad part about it is that millions of dollars have been invested in refurbishing different stadia. So we have nice places with lights, but the feeder ground has been neglected. When last have we had an inter-primary school netball, football, or cricket competition in St. Patrick? Sisters and brothers, it is my pledge that if given the opportunity to be your representative, that will once again be restored. We are going to ensure that the old clubs that once functioned and flourished are brought back to life or new ones created to help to move our parish further forward, sporting and culture-wise. Sisters and brothers, the Tam CC playing field under there, four is quite a distance for many people. If you're coming from Lamode, you're coming from La Fortune, it is not always easy, especially if you have to come from school, come from work, to get a little sweat. So we will work with Tam CC to ensure that that little playing field on the canal is upgraded and that proper facilities are provided for our young people and our not so young people to recreate themselves in a peaceful environment. Sisters and brothers, government is in possession of several buildings in this town. Right here, the public works, which used to host a library, the old post office and others. It is a shame, sisters and brothers, that the government, which manages or is supposed to manage those buildings on behalf of the people, has allowed them to go to rot and to go to waste while the people suffer. And NDC government will ensure that we make Satez the cultural capital of Grenada by having a house of culture using one of those abandoned buildings. We are going to ensure that library services are restored to the people of Sotez, electronic as well as traditional. Sotez needs a community resource center. We should not have to be bothering the churches and the schools every time. Think about a time like now when we are trying to protect our children against the ravages of COVID. We do not want to expose them. So it is imperative that a proper community resource center be established in Sotez, and I will be a driving force for that, sisters and brothers. It is getting late, and we have so many more things to talk about, sisters and brothers. But we will be giving you more opportunities to hear us, but not only to hear us, but for you to talk with us, to ask us questions, to make your suggestions, because in the NDC, we believe in our motto that we must put people first. Good night. One love.
Here now is Mr. Adrian Persuader Thomas. Ladies and gentlemen of Sotez, how are you? Good, good, good. Former political leader, former prime minister, Uncle Tilly. Caretaker for St. Patrick West, Brandon. Chairman of the St. Jo Andrews Northeast Constituency, Brother Leo Cato, Sister Claudette, the PR of the National Democratic Congress and caretaker for Tongue of St. George, the Chairman of the National Democratic Congress, Brother Terry Moore, our General Secretary, Brother Glenwell, our Assistant General Secretary, Sister Maria Pascal, and Sister Belinda Charles. Brothers and sisters, comrades all, a pleasant good evening. I also want to say good evening to the people who are not here tonight, but maybe listening to us on the verandas, the people who are in the bed listening to us, my friends on Facebook who are tuning in and really cannot turn off the phone I know that you are listening to the National Democratic Congress this evening. Pleasant good evening to you too. Brothers and sisters, I can hear a clarion call by the people of Grenada, Caracol, and Pitimatic that change is needed today. I am hearing the call, my brothers and sisters, by the people for them to be more involved in the politics of this country. I am hearing the call for people to be more in a consultative manner. They want to be participating in the affairs of this country, but they are not being given the chance by the present administration or the National Democratic Congress. I'm telling you, my brothers and sisters, that is the direction that we will take the people of Grenada, Karikwa, Pitimatic, to. My brothers and sisters, I'm not only hearing the call for change, but I'm also hearing the call for the National Democratic Congress. I say that I'm hearing the call by the people of Grenada, the people in the diaspora, that the National Democratic Congress must take the mantle and present themselves in a decent way so that we can be elected into office next general election. My brothers and sisters, there is a serious crisis in this country. There is a need for good governance in this country. And the National Democratic Congress is more than ready to offer such service. My brothers and sisters, when I look at the public service today, sometimes I hold my head on ball. I sympathize with some of the workers who are being kicked about like a football. I, am, I sympathize with the public servants. Some of them are being terrorized they have been brutalized, my brothers and sisters. The National Democratic Congress understands 
the problem that we are facing in the public service, the problems the workers are facing, the high level of victimization, and the, the National Democratic Congress will work feverishly to get into office so that we can change around the public service. Brothers and sisters, we want competency before loyalty. The present situation, my brothers and sisters, they have it the other way around. It is loyalty to the leader, loyalty to the party, loyalty to the NMP government before competency, and hence the reason why Grenada is suffering in that manner. We want to change that. Brothers and sisters, why as a country, we are taking so long to solve the problem of a mother 4% for hard-working people in Grenada, Karakwa Pitimatic. Why is there so much infighting and, and confrontation with the Public Workers Union, with the Grenada Union of Teachers, with the Technical and Allied Workers Union? We do not want a government that is in confrontation with these people. We want a government, my brothers and sisters, who embrace the workers of this country while we sit down and plan how to build and develop Grenada Caribbean Piti That is the service that the National Democratic Congress will be offering. My brothers and sisters, while all of that is taking place, we all witness the collateral damages that is confronting our people. The numerous number of sick outs is not necessary at this point in time, my brothers and sisters. The strikes, my brothers and sisters, is not necessary. Our school children have been deprived of intercourse for two long years because of the government's stubbornness, my brothers and sisters. Teachers are now leaving the classroom lunchtime and the parents are experiencing difficulties. We call on Kit Mitchell-led administration to resolve that matter because the Grenada people cannot take more collateral damages, my brothers and sisters. The country could pay 4% because if they can find 63 million US to buy back Grenlec, a company that has been functioning efficiently, if they can find money, my brothers and sisters, to hire more and more advisors, I say the 4%, they are more than capable to pay the teachers, to pay public workers the 4%, and we call on them to pay the 4% right now. My brothers and sisters, one of the things, and Sister Claudette will be on me out on that, we have witnessed on a daily basis, on a yearly basis, the amount of court decisions that are taking place in this country, and the government just ignoring it, ignoring them. We know the famous case of Dasa Charles. We are aware of the famous case of Sister Gemma Bain, Thomas. We say, my brothers and sisters, when a government ignores the decision of the law, when a government do not respect the law, my brothers and sisters, you are setting a bad precedent in this country. And therefore, law and order will be something of the past in Grenada. I want to urge you, the people of Grenada, Caracol, and Pitimatic, before it is too late, let us get rid of this administration and make sure that next election we vote for the National Democratic Congress so that we will respect the law of the land and have a better society. My brothers and sisters, I am frightened 
I am frightened for what I'm seeing taking place with the CBI program. A program that have the potential, my brothers and sisters, to bring much needed foreign exchange into the country. A program that has the potential to help us develop our state. It is being abused, my brothers and sisters. I say to you, when you have the CEO resigning, when you have the chairman resigning, when you have ambassador at large resigning, this is cause for concern. And I find the Grenadian public is taking it too light. My brothers and sisters, when you have millions of dollars generated by the CBI program, over $52 million has been lost in a so-called shrimp farm. My brothers and sisters, this money could have been used to develop our healthcare system. This money, my brothers and sisters, could have been used to build universities and schools in our country. All are we. Yes, all are we. Anyone, everyone, anytime. No standing in line. $5 you could afford? Thank you very much. You have a little more you could spare? We're so grateful. Go to ndcgrenada.org. Click the blue donate button. Select the amount. Select what you want your money to be spent on. Click next. Flash your card. Then flash a smile. We're grateful. Thank you very much from the National Democratic Congress. Putting people first. Here now is the interview in part held with Mr. Tevin Andrews. A good morning to all the people of Caracon, Piti Matnik, and by extension, Grenada and Grenadians, wherever they are at this time. A big up the Sister Isles, of course. Thank you. <laughs> all right. Well, Kevin, Tevin, this morning, um, Karaku and Piti Matnik, you know what? Let me start with a, a broad question. Uh-huh. How are things in Karaku and Piti Martinique? What's the latest happening on the Sister Islands? Well, when you talk about what's happening in Caracol, PT Matic has to be in what context. Um, if if, if it's a, it relates to being the, the most beautiful place to be in the world, then, you know, that, 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 that's, a, that's a fact. And, of course, I'm hoping that you can come up to Caracol. Well, I should be to Caracol Blossom. Boy, I'm ashamed to answer that question. <laughs> Don't ask me that question in public. Listen, all you must come to Caracol for, for staycation. We can't travel to the U.S. and so on as before. It's not as easy as. Come to Caracol. Just make sure you guys don't have COVID. That's all. I agree. Caracol <laughs> is a beautiful um, place. I agree with that one. It is. It is. On the, 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 the current affairs issues, I mean, whether it's the healthcare issue that has continued to be a topical issue here, whether it is the situation with Bishop's College and the Hillsborough Government School, um, and many other little issues here and there that needs to be polished up. Um, I'm quite disappointed that the authorities knew that Bishop's College, which is a secondary school on the island, had to be repaired, refurbished, whichever way you want to put it, or reconstructed, and um, provisions wasn't made, adequate provisions were not made for um, alternative accommodation for the students at the Bishop's College. Um, so what ended up happening is that one of the primary schools had to um, sacrifice a few days um, to allow Bishop, some of the Bishop's College students to go at the school while some of the younger students at the primary school stay home. That's rather unfortunate. I believe that their adequate space in terms of buildings throughout the length and breadth of Karaku 
um, that the authorities could have pinpointed and say, let us house this, let us um, use this as the alternative um, accommodation to house our students and teachers in the meantime, instead of interrupting the learning, you know, of, of, of the younger students at the Hillsborough government. And I can speak on it because I, I mean, my nieces and uh, nephews and other, you know, close friends and relatives of mine are affected. And the, the parents are also affected by this. Um, and so, so I'm hoping that sooner rather than later that this matter will be resolved and things are going to get back on track soon. Well, yeah. th this begs the question, um, how would that affect the students um, getting ready to sit CXC examinations, as well as those from the Hillsborough Primary that were uh, participating in CPEA last week. How do you think this has affected them, um, especially dealing with the effects of COVID-19 and the disruption the pandemic has caused? Well, certainly it has affected them. I have spoken with parents. I've spoken to some, some of the students who are preparing for CXC. At, at Bishop's College and who are all, and who all sat the, the um, CPA exams and they, they spoke about the frustration and how, you know, how the, 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 the lack of attending classes and, and the different environment and so on has, has affected them. So we, we only hope that the students who, are, who, who, who sat the, the CPA exams will perform well in spite of the, the challenges that they faced. And of course, hoping that the student of Bishop's College will also be able to have adequate accommodation um, so that they'll be able to sit the CXC exams. But what is concerning more to me is the fact that the the, the ever so the ever changing of um, of where they where they have to attend the classes and so forth. Because, for example, on well, sometime last week, I I recalled there was some they had to because the place is so small where they are now accommodating some of the students. Some students had to take a break for one class, leave the classroom, and allow other classes to come in. So, you know, it interrupted the whole, the whole, the whole thing. So it just goes to show that um, there's no proper planning in place by, the, by our, by our so-called leaders. You know, it's, it's, it's very unfortunate. If you know that there's going to be major construction. You know that um, the you, you have to think about alternative accommodation. All of those things should have been put in place before the construction even started. You know, but this is the type of leaders that we have in this place here. So I wish the students of Bishop's College well, and of course, I'm hoping that the students of the Hillsborough Government School. Um, could 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 get back the school and, and 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 things could run smoothly once again for them and of course Bishop's College. Um, you briefly mentioned you know there were health concerns on the sister aisle. What are some of those concerns that you have? Is it directly related to COVID nineteen or other health issues? Well, not directly related to health to, to COVID, but other health issues as it relates to we have no diagnostic equipment in Karaku Blossom at our hospital. Government hospital. We have no X-ray. We have no ultrasound machine. We have no nutritionists. We have no lab technicians. All patients, the ones that uh, that have health challenges that we can't deal with in Karaku, have to be transported to Grenada, and it's rather unfortunate. And in some cases, if it's a health emergency, we have to get the Coast Guard to bring them down to Grenada. And my goodness, we saw what happened to the Coast Guard yesterday. So just imagine there are some turbulent waters, which happens in most cases, a patient have to lie on the floor of the Coast Guard or of the Osprey or what have you, 
and going down in, in the high seas in the middle of the night to seek medical attention. It's it's rather it's not a it's not a comfortable experience. And taking into consideration all of that, I believe it's time that the authorities do more to help with the situation, the health crisis that we face in Karakwan Piti Matnik. Yeah, I have a situation now. I have to take my my son is not doing well. After this interview, I have to take him to the doctor. The reality is, we have these the specialized doctors that comes up to Karakwan. They come once a month or sometime once a month, depending on their schedule as well. Government send them up once a month. So we have a pediatrician, very good man, I know him very well, who comes up every last Friday in the month. And you have the surgeon who comes up every whatever day of the month and so on. But the question is, what if something happens to you or your child on a particular day? Before they, or after they came? Before or after, the, you know. And they only come for one day. It's only for one day. So it saddens me that after all these years, that Karaku and Piti Matnik, we are and they come to Karaku, so the Piti, people are Piti Matnik who can't leave their home or, or what have you. They, they, you know, so the people are Piti Matnik are also affected by this. So it's time that we have either do regular, more regular visits or put a system in place where we could have them stationed here. Now, I talk about the problems. Here are the solutions. The solution is partnering with the diaspora. We have many medical professionals, whether it's pediatricians, surgeons, what have you. They can assist us. They're willing to assist. Make it easier for them to come home to give their service. They can come on a work vacation. So they're coming to give the service for free and they get a little vacation. But of course, the Ministry of Health will have to, um, instead of them paying for the, the, the medical license here in Grenada to operate, the Ministry of Health can waive, waiver it. Because I understand the medical license is, is a very expensive one. And that is why when our health professionals come here and they want to help and they ask to pay all this money, they say, well, no way, because I'm, I'm giving my service. So, th so the gov that's how the government could step in by assisting in the, pro in, in the process. So we need to partner with the diaspora. We also need to partner with SGU. St. George's University is one of the best medical universities in the world. It's right here in Grenada. And yet we have this, I almost go to use a word. If I was in the street, I would have used another <laughs> word. We have this poor healthcare system in Grenada. So we need to see how we can work with SGU to bring a better standard of medical services in Karaku and Piti Matnik and by extension Grenada, the nation. Um, so because it's there and they're they are doctors, they are people that want to assist. But the Ministry of Health, the government of the day, need to be more welcoming. And this is this is one of the solutions. So apart from the diaspora, partner with SGU. We also need to ensure that there is a public-private partnership to engage a private sector to assist more in the health um, services um, here in Grenada, Karakwan, Piti Because in the end of the day, everybody benefits because a healthy nation is a wealthy nation. If you are more healthy people, then it, the likelihood of, 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 of some of your people getting sick or dying because of lack of medical care and attention will be less. So the private sector also needs to come step in and assist. Um, we need to ensure that some of our health practitioners, our nurses, our doctors, that they are trained, uh, you know, on a regular basis. The unfortunate thing is, Blossom, is that most of our doctors and nurses, after they get their medical license, that's it. No more training for them, you know. It's supposed to be an ongoing something. So this is something that needs to happen. And, and, and lastly, 
These people need to pay a better, a better wage. The wages that those, those doctors and nurses are getting are pittance. So we need to do more to, 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 that is what we can do to help with the healthcare system here in Grenada, Caracol, and P.T. Magnick. So I talked about the problem. That, I believe, is a solution. Partner with the private sector, diaspora partnering, SGU, regular training for our, our professionals, and so on. Also, as it relates to scholarships blossom, we shouldn't just accept any and any scholarships from any and any country. We welcome them, and we thank the, the, the countries that are giving them. We are very grateful. But the, 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 the Diaspora Affairs Office, if we have one, I think we do, I'm not too sure, the Ministry of Education, our ambassadors, and all of these wonderful people need to reach out to countries like Cuba and other countries that, that, have, that, that have programs, teaching programs, where we can ask for specific scholarships for those areas that are needed here in Grenada. That is what I believe needs to happen. So uh, we need to really get our government working. Unfortunately, what we have, we have government who believe that because they build a box dream and a 200 foot road, they believe that they're working. And the reality is they ain't doing nothing. So we need to get government working by actually doing those things which will benefit the country on a whole. I hope I'm making sense. You are, you are. Okay. Um, have you ever brought these solutions to the powers that be or attempted to? Um, try to collaborate with, if not the parliamentary representative, but somebody else that you can come together with to see that these things are actually put to fruition, can actually be put put in place for the betterment of the sister isles. Oh, definitely. I've tried. I mean, I have tried on several occasions to reach out to our our member of parliament, and uh, well, of course, to no avail. So, you know, so I, and of course, I'm always talking and I speak to many of the government ministers. So I also bring I also bring it up to them. I wouldn't call names because I want them to get in trouble for nobody to call them any names in parliament on the street. But um, but yes, I speak to I, I bring up many solutions and, and ideas to them. But as they say to me, it's not them. In the end of the day, the one man is in control and he has all the say so. They can't really, their hands are tied. Their hands are tied. And in, based on what I'm seeing taking place, their hands are, are tied. And what, I'm, what I heard the, the, the former ambassador said, it seems so indeed. Thank you, ladies and gentlemen, for being part of the program. And uh, sure look forward to having you next week again. <laughs>